Um, and then, of course, don't pick, even though they're so seductive, those pimples, they're so delicious to pop. Stop it, listen, I am, <laughs> I am the first one to tell you not to do it. I'm the first one to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. if you're going to do it, do it after a nice hot shower okay. or using the lukewarm water. Again, soften the skin so that you're not applying that pressure to it. Wrap your fingers with tissue, toilet paper, so that you're not using your nail, because remember, underneath our nails, lots yeah, of bacteria. Mm -hmm. You can also cause more trauma to the skin. You can cause scarring to the skin. Um, so yeah, so if you're going to do it, do it the right way. Make sure your skin is nice and clean. Uh, protect your fingers and use the, the sides of your fingers and not your fingernails. So okay. make sure that when you're pressing, you're using the fingertips and not your nails and then when you're done make sure that you cleanse also and then you know apply either a salicylic acid or a benzoyl peroxide or something that will help to um kind of an antiseptic okay to remove that so because and if you don't remove everything what happens you go out into the sun that causes marks dark darkening of it so be very careful okay when you do careful it careful with it yeah. no no yeah don't get in there and like, you're like <laughs> you make it worse than what it was right now you have like a pit in there and it's like yeah. don't don't do that go see your esthetician go get a facial get it professionally done now there's machines that do it um they're like sonic and vibrations that remove things like that or they have um implements for it like blackhead removers yeah. and things. But even with that, be very careful because you apply too much pressure into the skin and you can cause scarring and also the breakage of the cuprose. Right, which we don't things. want, no. Exactly. Right. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And then they, again, mentioned the Choose Oil-Free Cosmetics. Yes. So, I mean, you have all different types of cosmetics in the market now. Um, but if you're oily, stick to oil-free. Mm. And you remember, oil isn't always bad even if you're oily okay you can use certain oils on the skin if you're oily it depends on the molecule of it mineral oil have huge molecules like baby oil glycerin petroleum they don't penetrate into the skin it creates a barrier on mm -hmm, the skin so mm -hmm. whatever you have going on it will kind of trap it in there um and if you use things like argan oil almond oil uh, they're smaller molecules and they will penetrate and hydrate into the skin. They're lighter. So, so you can we, actually use the argan oil and then absolutely. cover it with petroleum to you can if boost you the wanted. effect. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, let's let's take it back old school. Remember mm -hmm. Pond's cream yes. and all those things? Yeah. They were applying Vaseline on your skin. I met a woman whose skin was beautiful mm -hmm. and I'm like, what do you use? She goes, I put Vaseline on my skin every wow. night. And I'm like, what? Vaseline. Vaseline. Because what you're doing is you're trapping your natural moisture of mm -hmm. your skin mm -hmm. so it's not doing anything bad and it's not penetrating into the skin okay guys don't don't kill me i'm not saying you go and use vaseline on your skin yeah no don't however it, it can not, work it's not a bad thing yeah, you know it's, it can it's, work. i've seen really good results with it and you know if you're extremely dry remember there's dry and there's dehydration mm -hmm. very different mm -hmm. dry is the lack of oil in your skin and dehydration is lack of water we all need water yeah. whether you're more um oily or dry um, sensitive it doesn't matter we all need hydration so people that are oily usually tend to stay away from moisturizers and you know creams and SPS because they don't like the texture of it because it's again that goes back to are you using an oil-based or water-based product 
True. So, you know, I I kind of wanted to be really careful about what we recommended if you have acne during pregnancy. And so I went straight to um, the American Congress of OBGYN and they gave like a really good list. Um, Actually, they included salicylic acid, which I did not know that you could have used as well. Yeah. Um, But their list is benzoyl peroxide, azelaic acid, which I was not familiar with. Um, Top go. uh, an acidic like a peel like a an oh, okay acidic, um yeah like an aha like an alpha hydroxy kind yeah of. yeah oh, okay mm-hmm. um and then uh glycolic acid and then you know i i just went and i, I looked at some of the brands panoxyl neutrogena and i think some brands mix it too like they'll have multiple agents okay. all within one yeah um and then the key is parabens right yeah. parabens <laughs> is you know definitely one of those things we want to avoid and um but if you decide if you if you're thinking of of choosing a product please discuss it with your OBGYN or your nurse midwife before you decide Absolutely. to apply you know yeah do your research yeah do your important. research but and then have a have the backing of a professional before you apply it right <clears throat> and then the hell no list right like these are things we don't want you to apply period the oh yeah no 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 um going back to what you were saying if you want to get into something a little bit more natural have you ever heard of witch hazel yeah, I love it. Yeah, which hazel is every day. Yeah. Use it every day. It's antiseptic. It helps to control oil. And another um, natural route that you can take is chamomile tea. Hmm. Chamomile tea actually is great for the absorption of oil, believe it or not. And it's calming. And it helps to fight bacteria. So acne usually is a form of bacteria onto the skin. Correct. And you can oil it, make a tea, and you can use it as a toner. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah I use witch hazel as a toner. I love it. Witch love hazel it. is great. Like yeah. that, that's in my kit for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm doing brows, when I'm waxing, witch hazel is like right there alongside a vitamin E balm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are my go-to's. Um, but this this here is our list of things that you yes. should absolutely not, not right? Um, retinoids, right? Yes. So um, just definitely synthetic vitamin A, hydroquinone, uh, phthalates, and then parabens. I had forgotten that on yes. the list, but definitely no. Yes. Um, and then formaldehyde. Um, oh yeah, that's absolutely. A, oh no. my goodness, yeah, right? Like you shouldn't even be like carcinogenic. Yeah. Like why are we on the list? <laughs> why are you even still talking about that? That should I know. be completely banned. I know, but please world. look. And there was like a really there was a great site that I found, um, and they have a list of of agents that act like formaldehyde. So I'll uh, include that in the show notes. Okay, you know, yeah, for sure. And that way you yeah. can be cautious. Definitely do your research because um, most products, how they say them, they say. Don't be deceived because in the front, the U.S. and the FDA allows certain verbiage to be put on there. Um, so let's say it's party in the front and business in the back. Yes. So make sure that yes. you're reading the labels in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually the first ingredient listed is the most um, highest yeah, concentration. Highest concentration of mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. just be very careful. You know, again, that self-love. What are you putting? What are you ingesting? What exactly. And that, that, that starts from, you know, the food and everything, but also what you put on in and on your body. That's how I ended up with witch hazel because Mm -hmm. I was doing research about tunas and everything else. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, it just makes sense. And ended up, and sometimes it's cheaper. Yeah. So it's like more than a win. No, it is always cheaper. And it's like, I, I am a one to two ingredient type of girl. Like I, if it's more than three, four, and there's one that I can't mention, like I, I, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Why, why do we have capital letters? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Xdrine, Odrine, you know, methyl, whatever. Stay away from it. No, we're not, we're not doing it. 
you know. Correct. So, um, and then you know the pro tips. I mean, you have said this in so many different ways, but mm-hmm. I'll just uh, summarize. So we have keep hydrated, use a really good skin moisturizer, verify your skin regimen with your healthcare team, um, and then any skin like if you if you're if you're growing something out of your neck all of a sudden that you don't have before, please tell them. Yes. They should see it. But I mean, just let them know, you know, all of a sudden I have all these skin tags or something mm-hmm. new. Please mention it to them. Maybe have something on your back and they're looking at your belly. Let them know. Right. Okay. Um, and then use sunscreen. Now, I had listed titanium oxide and zinc oxide hair. But you said shea butter can be used as a... It's a natural sunscreen. Okay. It's a natural sunscreen. But remember, um, <clears throat> sunscreen and sunblock are also very different. Sunscreen will give you a screen for the, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. the UVA. Correct, the v- UVA, sorry, but the filters. So the number, right, 15, 20, 25, all that stuff. Sunblock, meaning that you should apply, reapply and reapply after so many, you know, if it's, S, if it's a sunblock of SPF 30, you know, you should be reapplying every 30 minutes. Every, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of a guide to it. Sun screens are something that you're going to wear for everyday life in and out you're not being exposed directly under the sun and what the sun screen is creating like filters for the uva so the more filters it needs to go through then the less potent it is once it gets to your skin right Correct. the sun block will have the uvas bounce off of it so that's the difference of that so if you're out on the beach if you're out sunbathing make sure i'm you're not sun baking block. with shea butter yeah okay do not bake with shea butter. <laughs> It is a natural sunscreen, meaning that it will help to, you know, fight and filter out the sun's rays and UV light. Um, So be very careful with those things, you know. And sunscreens can only be, I would say, 20, 25. Once you get into the 50 range, it's more of like the vitamins and minerals that are added to it. But don't think that, you know, oh, I'm going to get a sunscreen of 100. Yeah. And it makes a difference. Yeah. You know, it's just going to make it more emollient. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. I know reading, it's always SPF 50 at least. Like that's the least that you want. Right. um, Right. From a skin cancer perspective. But I don't, I don't know enough about it, honestly. Yeah. And just be careful because even a lot of sunblocks and sunscreens have so many chemicals nowadays that are so poisonous to the skin. So you're really doing more harm than you are doing good. Um, so basically just be careful, you know, sun is great in moderation and what hours you go, right? Um, if you're at that, you know, noon high peak and you're there at 12 sun, o'clock, yeah, that's gonna, <laughs> you know, eat you up alive, you know, especially in Florida. It's yeah. Like, but you know, if you go out, you take a walk 7am, the sun is peeking out, you know, wear your sunscreen, you're fine. Um, and moderation, like I said, do not go out there burning yourself with baby oil. No. You know? No, I like the, and the, you know, you wear the brim, you yes. know, the wide brim oh hats gosh, yeah, and all of that. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Um, but zinc oxide is definitely a very good, um, skin, skin, uh, sunblock and sunscreen agent. Mm-hmm. I will tell you one of my favorite brands is Elta MD. I'm not being sponsored or anything like that. No, no sponsor, uh, no sponsorship. No sponsorship. Not yet. Want Call to, us, you know. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> highly recommended from dermatologists. And they do have a tinted version of it. I absolutely love this product. It is very light on the skin. Um, and it has a very high protective potential. Yes. Can you send me that link so I can I include it in the show notes? Absolutely can. Okay, yes. perfect. Um, and then, you know, now we talk about safety. Now, you alluded to this uh, safety when it comes to choosing makeup. And I always talk about this being in the aisle alone. 
um, looking for something to make yourself feel better? How do we do it? But up front, we have to know that there's no real FDA protection, correct? Absolutely. So I found this on FDA's website. So I wanted to read it word for word, um, just so that you're aware. It's important to know that the law does not require cosmetic products or ingredients to have FDA approval before they go before they go on the market. However, cosmetics must be safe when consumers use them according to product labeling or as the products are customarily used, right? Um, and there's even a gray area in there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, party in the front, business in the back. Exactly. Read your labels, read your ingredients. Yes, and hope that it's honest. Correct. Right? Um, and hope that it's honest. Yes, because unfortunately, percentages of the amount of ingredient in there can cause for it to not have to be listed, you know? So mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. again, that's that, true. Yeah. You know, so just be very careful. Um, you know, just, just, just be careful, be mindful of what it is. Unfortunately, you know, I wish we can have 1000% natural products and ingredients. And, you know, remember how they used to make, um, coal eyeliner from like, you know, coal, yeah. and, you know, the natural stuff, mm -hmm. but we don't live in that, you know, that's not so accessible nowadays. So just the, and, and, and what I love is that there are so many products out there really that do strive for clean products. Correct. Um, I saw that you had put beauty counter. Yeah. Great company. Um, very clean products. Um, and you have a lot, you know, the beauty of Sephora and Ulta and these places that you go into really go to the professionals ask them because they know what these brands are they get trained on it um the missions behind these companies um the little rabbit on there you know cruelty free vegan just because it's vegan doesn't mean that you know it's great because chemicals are vegan right <laughs> you know? right so again be very knowledgeable look you think so music. correct but right um but animal cruelty definitely is a biggie for me i love products that are um and you know don't do animal cruelty um and I will say from experience, I'm not going to say what brand. I've worked for multiple brands. The little bunny is something that the company does need to go through a verification. And they need to get, you know, qualified or whatever the case and um, through it. When a company tells you that they are cruelty free and do not have that little bunny on there. Their product per se, their final product may be not tested on animals mm. but an ingredient that comes imported might be so be very careful with that just the kind of little devil is in the bit. details yes, devil exactly. is in the details oh. so that little bunny on there really is crucial um there's a lot of great backing behind it so um look yeah. for the bunny look for the bunny we have to be clear about the bunny right mm -hmm. that we're talking about yes i was just joking yeah. <laughs> It is the certified cruelty-free uh, product that it is not the whole product ingredients and everything is not tested on animals. Okay. Now, I, I came across um, a website and they were talking about, okay, so you have hyperpigmentation, I'm pregnant, I want to be beautiful. And they were talking about not using pink undertones and use yellow. I was like, I'm going to ask you that because <laughs> it's Greek. It's yes. all Greek to me. So some of the ingredients can cause... Um, allergies and reactions me personally i cannot wear eyeshadows or anything that have pink in it because it causes my my just to have allergies um 
in my body my eye area just rejects it i can wear lipsticks i can wear that but in my eyes i'm very sensitive to it so mm-hmm. they're just more highly uh reactive so okay. people can have high allergies to it without you knowing um just like some people are allergic to latex and mm-hmm. lanolin is a big ingredient that used to be used a lot in cosmetics and uh, there's a high percentage of people that are allergic, allergic. Well, that's really good to know. Yeah. I also was reading that if you, you can almost, this is, I don't, I didn't even include the website guys because, (laughs) but they were talking about, you can use any kind of, you should not worry when it comes to eyeliner Mm -hmm. um, or mascara because there's minimal, minimal transference into the body. Mm. What did you, what were your feelings on that? Um, which is crazy because I've heard a lot from optometrists that you shouldn't wear liner on your waterline because it, they've seen a lot of cases of infections okay. from that. Okay. But again, that can be from sharing eyeliners, you know, bacteria being collected on it. It's such a gray area. It's such a fine line of what causes it. You know, is it the actual product? Is it the actual ingredients? Is it, is it the human? Is it the human mm-hmm. that's not, you know, sharpening their pencils, not being hygienic with it? Because let's be honest, you use brushes and you put it right back. Yeah. When was the last time you, you washed your brush? No. You know, I've seen people pull out a beauty blender that's been in their bag for 35 years and mm. they're like, oh, you know, it's great. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> um, which I'm going to give you a top tip. If you have a beauty blender, throw it out. Because it does create mold on the inside. There's no way to really clean that out. Yes. That that hurt me because I love the beauty blenders and sponges. Um, They should be disposable. Throw them out. Um, They do because you wash them, right? They get wet and they get dry. And then. And inside you have these little mold spores that are going in there and eat as much as you want to clean them. (laughs) It cannot be done. It cannot. It's porous. It's a porous substance. So hygiene again is very important um and people are very quick to blame the product and the ingredients when it's a fine line you can't i mean i think we're in the time where people are losing eyes right because of the eye drops and the infections and that so to me i I would just be wise about and the same criteria that you'd use when you choose concealers is the same criteria that i would use when i'm buying an eyeliner or a mascara you know. Absolutely, absolutely, and just go to you know go to the companies that are you know clean products, clean beauty, clean you know. Yeah, and I'll um, post again, the list. Yes, you mm-hmm. know, and right now they're so easy to find because that's what we want as a consumer. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. looking for that, you know, health, and we want what's organic. We want vegan. You know, I think we're more aware, more awake of these things nowadays. So companies are being very, very uh, conscious about these things. So. They're, they're out there, you know, just... That's true. For demand. It, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. There's definitely a demand Even for it. Even the drugstore, you know, brands that I remember growing up of... I'm going to throw one out there, you know, Wet and Wild. Yeah, wow. What? That was like 99 cents. Yes. Now, I look at Wet and Wild, I'm like, ooh, they have <laughs> stepped up their game, man. Because, you know, these products, when I was in the industry, you know, they were called uh, indie products, you know, coming up like an indie film, right? Like, and now they're they're all over the place, you know, um, just to name a few, like, 
you know, pop cosmetics and, you know, cosmetics that you don't really hear about. But they're very inexpensive. Like, you can get an eyeshadow for, like, $5. And, man, like, their pigments and everything are, like, what you would think, you know, Chanel and Dior would be like, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're getting it at a fraction of the cost, you know. So they're smartening up. They're leveling up and knowing that the competition is up there. And knowing that not everybody can afford, you know, $60 for a lipstick. You know, can't afford you know, lipstick is like 60 bucks no. for a lipstick. Especially with the pandemic and yeah, the recession like, and all of that. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how many people are going to be shopping for a $60 lipstick. Correct. You, you know? know, I mean, hey, if you can, if great. If you can, great. But if and, not, there are brands yeah. there that will allow you it, to. It is a beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, the quality, it's, it's worth, like, you're going to, you're going to get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. They put in like, oh my God, it's like silk on your lips. Wow. However, Who's gonna know? Yeah, you know, but you. So let's just kind of put it like that. Yeah. But what I'm saying. If is your self love is putting on the sixty dollar makeup, the sixty dollar lipstick, I'm, then yeah, please, I'm all people. supportive about it. <laughs> self love for everyone looks completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, what makes you feel good is what's important. It's you true. know, as long as you're not damaging your body, then that is the complete opposite of it. It's, true. it's not self love. You know, but if you you have the $60 to spend on it and you want to and it makes you happy, go for it. I know. You know, you're not wasting your money. You and it's quality, it. It as you said. It is very high yeah. quality. It's, I love and it. And how long should you keep makeup for? So, great question. If you look at your cosmetics, there is on the box, there's usually a little picture of a, it's usually like an oval container or however the container is and there's a picture of it being opened and there's usually a number on it. Oh, okay. And that number will tell you three months it's like a usually like a 3m 6m or whatever it'll tell you the shelf life of that product once it's opened once it's open that's how long <laughs> it's gonna last i know right Nobody... i've had makeup for years <laughs> i'm like come on just like i'm like like trying to get the last part of it yeah. out come on okay yeah be careful because ingredients and oils separate it can go bad especially like if you have it in the car and the heat it changes the composition of it. If it's a product, like let's say that you're putting it directly onto your skin, remember now you're transferring oils, creates bacterias. Um, mascara, definitely three month shelf. Three months. Yeah, three months okay. and throw it out. That can cause a lot of, um, you know, pink eye, conjunctivitis because of bacteria. Try not to share those things. Yeah, I know. You know, mm -hmm. um, and clean your brushes at least. If you are a makeup wearer every day, at least give them a good little clean once a week, once every other week. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Those definitely <laughs> worthwhile tips there. Um, okay. So, I, I wanted to thank you so much for your time yeah. and your expertise. You gave us a lot there. Um, <laughs> lots on self-love, lots on what to do. Um to maintain a sense of self with skincare during pregnancy, um, what kinds of makeup we should choose, that kinds of those kinds of things. So I really wanted to appreciate your time. I love the information on stretch marks, what we could do after. Yes. No idea about that. Yeah. Just hydrate and go. That's all I yes. knew. Yeah. And hope it works and it doesn't. So <laughs> right. I really thank you so much. If yeah. you can give me also, just so I can include in the show notes. Yes. Um, and how do you choose how do you choose the right person to do that? Because okay. I imagine that can go wrong. If yes. it can, it will go really. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So thank you for being here. Definitely. Thank you for having me. And just, you know, remember, you know, preventative is always better than corrective. So don't get to the point where you need to correct something if you can prevent it. Uh, but if you can correct it, there are safe treatments out there. 
um, for us to be able to correct, you know, certain things and just be realistic, you know, and embrace it. You know, we are women, we are men, we human give grace and we are all beautiful, you know, in our own way, in our own way, you know, so <laughs> true, <laughs> but thank you. This is amazing. Yeah. I learned a lot too. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Thanks. You can. So it's